Y'all, if you feel like you have been putting in the work and it's not working and you're like, what the freaking pickle is going on here? This episode is for you. I am so excited that you are here. I'm going to break down why this happens from a subconscious level, what we can do about it so you can bust through it, and what my own journey has been in this whole process of investing hundreds of thousands of dollars, not getting the results that I wanted, investing in relationships that ended up in heartbreak, even though I'm quote unquote doing the work. And I'm going to tell you how I busted through this, came up with this whole pre-housewife era method, and give you some actionable tools. So what's up? If you're new here, my name is Laura Patricia Martin. I am the creator and founder of this whole space, and I started this podcast after the back end of a breakup that really rocked me to my core, but invited me to my greatest power. And I've shared this journey for you with you guys for, I don't even know how long, what episode are we on? 90 something episodes of stepping into this power, claiming bigness, finding my way home, finding my softness, exploring femininity, bringing really awesome guests on here to explain trauma and all the multiple, multiple, multiple ways that you can heal it so that you can go on this journey and really find your true self. So I'm just so freaking happy that you're here. Make sure that you subscribe. We have new episodes every single Monday. And then leave us a review. It helps us get incredible guests. I am blowing the freaking lid off this podcast this year. And the reviews, they do freaking wonders for us. They get incredible guests on here. So thank you in advance. Your sexy thumbs are doing big service here. And go hang out over on Instagram. My personal Instagram is it's Laura Patricia Martin. So ITS Laura Patricia Martin. So this episode, what I really wanted to talk about, because something that's coming up with my clients before they start working with me is, and like in my friendships, like it just seems to be a frustrating thing that's been happening because there's one spectrum of the world that there's these like feminine manifestation coaches and coaches and like leadership. And, you know, they went from like zero K to like hundred K overnight, or, you know, they just went through one heartbreak and then found their man. And it just happens like this for some, for some types of people. I'm not one of those people. It's been a journey. And I really want to share the back end of that because I know sometimes it can be exhausting and you fell into the trap of the dream, the Amazon Prime thing of like, what happened to them? So I'm going to buy this and you don't really get the results that you want. So you have this like fear of leaning in again because in the beginning stages, you were fed a dream and you were like high on that fucking dream. And you were like, I'm going to make a million dollars in the next 12 hours, let's go. And I'm going to go outside and I'm going to do three laps and look at the sun and shove something in my vagina. And all of a sudden I'm going to meet my person and it happened to Stacy. So it has to happen to me. And then it doesn't happen for you. And then it doesn't happen for you again. And then it doesn't happen for you again. And I remember this moment so fucking vividly. It was fall last year, 2023. And I had just been dumped by yet another almost it man. And I was running out of money. And I had invested all of my savings in a dream. And there's something in me where I know I am meant to do big things in this world. Actually, I literally just got a psychic reading that told me If I don't focus on building my dream and paying attention to you guys, I will continually get my heart broken 
because my focus is for the next six months to pump out things for you guys. And then come summer, summer, I meet my happily ever after. So yay for me. <laughs> but I have known. I've known I'm meant to put together groups. I've known I'm supposed to be on stages. I've known all of this for some reason my whole life. I've known this. And it would – I wanted it like tomorrow, right? And and the trouble of this all is is I had it. I built a business before this, my first business um, in my mid-20s off the back end of something traumatic, domestic violence, things like that. And I was very burnt out from it. And so I got to this point in my success where I was like, this isn't it. Like I had the money. I'm on magazines. I'm known and everywhere I go, I could literally go out and make a sale. Like it was just so easy because I was so out there and it was just this stage of my life. And I was so lonely. And I was so sick and I was so burnt out and I had, you know, all these health issues. I had zero estrogen in my body. So I was just so afraid of the work. And so when I came back to America to quote unquote, find my husband, <clears throat> come at us 2000 summer, 2024, um, I was afraid of the work. And so I fell in love with these like feminine, energetic leaders that just took off overnight and then built the structures and built the things as they went and it worked for them. But anytime I'd come in being, cause my business brain still is there. I'm very much of my savage. You guys know our triangle living sanctuary, savage CEO, sacred slut. I'm very much of my savage. So I would ask questions like, well, wh what's the launch strategy? How does this work? And she'd be like, talk to your womb. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I would love to. Um, how do I do this? Because there is a part, there is a part of scaling and energetics and stuff that is very important, but there's also strategy and there's also business. And there's this part that I was so afraid of. Can you relate to that? Because I didn't want to go back to the life that I had. I really liked my freedom that I had. I really liked that I didn't have to work that much. And I really liked that I was kind of floating around and testing all this stuff and, you know, what have you. But I really didn't like that I didn't have money and I really didn't like that I was scared, but kinkily and subconsciously I did. I liked the survivor, this part of me loved to rise from the ashes and have these quick cash injections and then all of a sudden no money and then cash injections and no money. And I was like, what, why does this keep happening and why can't I figure out how to have consistent revenue and why can't I figure out what safety is and all this kind of stuff. And then I looked at my relationships. It was the same fucking thing. It was like, I'm doing the work. I've done a fuck ton of trauma work since domestic violence and all that stuff. I've been in therapy. I've done the wildest things in order to heal so that my child doesn't have to deal with the unhealed trauma in my body and have that projected onto them. I've, and my partner doesn't have to deal with my triggers in that type of way. Relationships still have their things. This is what birth pre-housewife are. It's like, I've done a whole bunch of this stuff. So why are my relationships not matching? Am I just not meant for love? Am I just too tough? Like, am I just too much to love? And I grappled with these things in my mind time and time again. Am I just too much to love? Are my parents actually right? Are they right? Is this just too much? 
And I started noodling on these things, seeing how the spikes in love life would lead to the crashes and these spikes of income would lead to the crashes. And this moment last fall, last spring, whatever, where I'm almost broke and I'm heartbroken. And I had to be real honest with myself of I've spent so much time looking like I'm doing this. But I knew within my soul, there was another edge. I could have gone harder. I could have gone deeper. I could have gone more intentional. I could have cared about giving you guys as much value you guys have seen over these last few months. I could have done that. But I was looking like I was doing the work because then I had something to point the finger at. I could always point the finger at there was something. I didn't actually give it my all. I didn't actually do this. So I couldn't be fully disappointed if it didn't fucking work. There was this part of me. I would leave relationships being like, well, he didn't get to see all of me, so it's okay. So he didn't reject all of me, right? Or launches happen and I didn't hit the full goal and I didn't do the things because I'm like, well, I didn't you know, go all in. So you know, next time. And I didn't feel rejected because it wasn't the full thing. It wasn't until I got sick of my own fucking shit. And I was like, I am all in. I'm all fucking in. And honestly, back against the wall, heart shattered, no fucking money. There is no other option. There is no fucking other option. And so I did the grunt work. I did the hard work looking at tech, looking at systems, looking at things. I looked at the semantics. I did this. There was so much to it. And so why does this happen? I wrote down one, two, three, four things. Why do we fucking do this? Why do we do this to ourselves? Ultimately, happy ending to the story. I now have very consistent revenue. We've made six figures, sales in the first fucking 20 days of the year and on track, like (laughs) met incredible men. Apparently I'm not going to meet my husband until summer 2024, but it's fine. You guys come first. I love you so much. We are going to have a gaggle of kids. Like we're fine. We're on track. We're doing all the things, but why do we do this? Because I know so many of you are in this moment of like, I am fucking doing the work. I'm doing the fucking work. Why don't I have the results when I know this fire in my soul is meant for fucking something? The things that I've walked through, the spaces that I've held, the things that I've seen, it's not for nothing. Why does this happen? Number one, you fear disappointment. The biggest feminine wound is disappointment. And so, you know, I've spoken to enough of you. You know you could be doing more and you're not. Why? Because being rejected, forgiving all of you, just like vulnerability, just like all the kind of things that we keep a little bit to ourselves, that little 15% we kind of keep for ourselves, that is the reason you don't have the results that you know are supposed to be coming. Because then you have something to always blame excuses on. And you have that little part of you that can't be fully disappointed because you know there was another edge, so maybe I'll do it next time. But you never actually do. And the thing that you also probably aren't realizing, your fear of disappointment is lapping around itself and actually happening because you're disappointing yourself every fucking time. Every time I didn't hit that launch number and I knew I could and I didn't focus on the long-term vision and I was too hung up on like, I knew 
where every time the relationship ended and I'm like, I knew I held back. I knew it. If I could just open my heart and love like I was 16 again. Before the man with the anger tattoo, if I could love like that again. But it isn't until those moments when you catch yourself or hear something like this where you're like, I am sick of being disappointed in myself. And the hard truth is what's going to come fresh. And it's happened to every single one of my clients. You are going to cry because your ego now has to die. And you realize you have to fucking work. And it's going to take time. Minimum three months to start seeing results, especially if you haven't even hit 10K yet and you haven't been dating at all. Minimum three months because you're going to have to go on a self-discovery journey. You're going to have to build foundations. You're going to have to do, do these kind of things. And like, it's savage work, but it has to change everything about you. And that part where you're like, oh, but I want it now, like just giving grace to her. It's okay to want it now. It could happen overnight, but you're going to feel this like deep grief of like, I've been wasting all my time. And you see things more clearly and you're going to be sad. And if you work with me, I'm going to let you be sad for probably 15 minutes. And then I'm going to tell you, let's make fucking moves. <laughs> and then we get things in the arena and we start building from there. Because now that we have an honest view of where you're at, we can actually make realistic, sustainable strides, which gets you realistic, sustainable results, which gets you in this for the long game. This isn't an overnight thing if you want to stay in it for a lifetime, which I do. Pre-housewife era, baby. I make a whole gaggle of kids. Two boys, one girl, apparently. And still make impact for you guys. That's how this works. When you look at long-term vision versus quick fixes and overcome that fear of disappointment and give every piece of you every piece. That's what sets the pre-housewifeys apart from anyone else. They're fucking iconic. They are elite. Everything is on the line. Usually it's their biggest, biggest investment. And like the one where it's like, I've tried everything. And it hasn't happened overnight because majority of us, myself included, loves Amazon Prime. And we invested first with the quick fixes, not realizing there's foundations to be built. And so starting there, because the truth is hope. And I heard this from in church the other day, hope and disappointment swing on the same pendulum. And so that hope is like over here. And because it hasn't happened yet, and because time happens and all these kind of things. Now we're like, oh, well, it hasn't happened to me. And now we're sitting in disappointment. And now we lost the hope because now we're sitting in disappointment and we have to just, they swing together. It's part of it. The second one, and it's the root of everything we do. This is why the daily vitamins need to be part of your actual daily vitamin regimen. If you're not in uh, Alchemy of Love, or you're not in the Love Club, or you're not in the Pre-Housewife Era Mastermind, honestly, what are you doing? This is the only way to heal these things. So second one is lack of self-worth, lack of self-worth and deservingness. Because you can be out here going, I want the fucking Viking. I want this like strong leadership man who's going to be a provider. He's going to 
like just like run <laughs> run the streets run his business run our family like do these kind of things like i'm going to feel so soft and feminine and it's just going to be i'm going to be so protected but if you don't actually feel worthy of that either it's going to come and you self sabotage it or you just keep attracting me almost it guys this was my thing i know who I am meant to be with is a very particular, strong human. That's the only person that can hold my energy. But because I know that person is going to see right through me and into my soul, I have shied away of even playing in that arena. So I would play with these B-team boys and then be like, oh, it didn't work out. And I'd be like sad about it. But really, I was just sad because I self-abandoned and really the grief was from that. It wasn't until I dated someone that was a little bit more up that I was like, this guy. So like it just kept building until the breakthrough moment. I was like, I actually don't feel deserving of that leader, of that Viking. But in my soul, I know that's for me. So now what? And that's where the neurological reprogramming comes in. Just because my past is the cheating and domestic violence and abandonment from my own father and abandonment from my mother for drugs and alcohol, like all these things, right? And they could lead to one thing and I could play that fucking fiddle and I could play that violin till it's fucking blue in the face. And I have. Will someone love these things out of me? until actually doing the somatic work and the neurological reprogramming work to go, actually, that is the only thing I am deserving of. That is the only thing that makes sense for someone like me because that's what I want and that's what I deserve. And knowing that versus just saying that, like truly embodying it, you can feel it in my fucking energy. It's the embodiment of that that comes from the actual somatic work. Somatics meaning soma, soma meaning body. So getting your body to actually feel, not just say it and do your vision boards and airy-fairy shit that we've been doing for fucking years, wondering why it's not working. You actually have to feel this in your body. Because when a person like that, whoever it is that you want to come into your life, when they come, and you have the embodiment of it, you don't shrink. You don't act like someone else. You don't self-sabotage. It's one of those things where you're like, this makes sense. I got this. Same thing with the money. I remember when I had my first 22K day and I called Steph. (laughs) It's literally like, Not that it didn't matter, but it was just like, it just felt like no duh. No fucking duh. This is normal. And I called her because then it hit me that that's not fucking normal. And perks of having friends that get this world and called her. And I was like, we don't live in a normal world. Just like, we really don't. And she was just like, but you have embodied this for years now. No duh. And it's not that you don't celebrate it, but it's just this like, Again, this is home. This is normal. That's embodiment. 
that's doing the actual self-worth healing and self-work reprogramming so that it feels safe in your body for it to come. Because if it feels like a jolt to your nervous system, it feels terrifying, it feels like these things, your body's going to fucking reject that. I can see now when I look back and it was like, I made $5. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. I don't think I've ever sold anything for $5, but you get my point. Like something that was lower ticket and I'd sell it. And I was like, I have to go here. I have to go on this luxury trip. I have to go do these things. I have to take myself out. The money's already fucking gone. I didn't know how to hold it. I want to pay off my debts and do the things and all these things. Like, it's just, I didn't know how to actually feel deserving to sit with wealth and hold it in my body and know that I was deserving and more was coming in the pre-housewifey way where it's like, I'm just a rich pre-housewife, baby. This is just normal. And you probably feel that where it's like, I know I'm supposed to be like, I'm supposed to do these things, but you got to ground in it. You got to feel safe. Not like the little kid at the candy store being like cracked out. It's like, it's a grounded knowing that shifts all of this. The third one is lack of structures to hold it. A big thing that I see in my world is you guys want to start to raise your caliber of income, right? You, you've already been making good income. You're moving from six to multiple six generally for my higher tickets. And you're like, but if I just 2X what I've done, I'm going to have no fucking life. And how do I even do that? And all these kind of things. And once we get to the root of it and we start to break this all down, it's the, you don't want to trade any more time for money. So even though you say you want to do these things and you're open to magic and rubbing your fucking yoni, you don't actually have the systems and the structures in place to hold it. And so you actually fear more of it coming, right? If we fear failure, we're like closer to failure. That's when we're fearing failure. We actually fear success when we're closer to success. You're fearing the success of it because you don't have the structures in place to put this in place. Just like relationships, just like business. And so on the relationship side of things, right? When you are, let's start with business because my brain's on business, the business side of things, when you are looking to scale to multiple six figures and you're looking to put these things in place and you don't have the foundations, automation, email marketing, funnels, uh, uh, strategy for your content, content strategy. I don't know why I said that's so fucking weird. If you don't have certain things in place, you're like, all of this seems like so much fucking work. <laughs> holding more, you're going to reject it. So you have to look at the tech side of things. And sometimes you guys try and outsource this. I see this all the time. You're like, let me just pump some things on a Facebook ads and pay someone. But like, you need to learn how your business fucking runs. You need to know how all of this runs so that you feel in control of it. And then you can outsource it and hire someone and show someone. But if you have no idea how this side of your business runs, you're going to self-sabotage it because you have no idea how it runs and what it can hold and what it can do. So you need to spend some time, slow it the fuck down, and build brick by brick by brick. It's slow, baby. Again, the sexiest thing about the feminine is the slow burn. Same thing in your business. How long do you want it to last? Anyone will fucking tell you. You have the big success, and then all of a sudden you look at it and you go, I can't scale it this way. And so they pause their income for a little bit so they can build it out so it can hold the long-term vision. Every one of us has done this. Every single one. You have to lay the bricks. It's not just about 2Xing it because you're about to 10X it in the pre-housewife air mastermind. And in order to do that, it's a little bit of a slow for a little bit. And then we MacGyver some things together to get the funnels in place, get the automation in place, get AI in place. 
so that it can take off and it can hold you. And then that feels so nourishing to your nervous system that it just makes sense. You are grocery shopping and $22,000 is just there because you built it in place. You don't even have to do anything. Everything runs. How good would that feel? And the thing about structures is that masculine structure then creates that feminine flow that we love, the creator, the just growth, the imagination, like all the things that is feminine. You need the masculine structure. That's why when we're with masculine men's, we're like, I forgot how to think. <laughs> like it, it's the most glorious thing in the world because it's safe. So when you actually have that structure in place, then the magic actually does get to happen. But too many of us in their magic being like, it'll just happen. No, you don't have the structures in place. And just seeking 70 cash injection months here and there and blah, blah, blah. That's not a business. If you go to any, if you're like, if you're going to sell a business, you need to be able to tell them how much money you're going to be making for the next year, year or two. Like they need to be know what's coming. Like they need to know what's coming in your books. So that's not a business. If you're like, I'm just calling it in. I'm going to make 70K by like, I don't know, whatever embodiment practices you have, like they're great. But brick by brick by brick, you will get to the 70K. And how would that feel to have that every single month? Because you know what feels really fucking safe in my body right now? I know how much money every single month I am making for the rest of the year. And it's only going to go up. I can nap now. It feels great. And like... That's really important. In the beginning stages, I get it. We have survival, but you have like, I love the way that it took me a little bit to learn this because now I get to show you how to do it backwards versus all of this. And then it's a good jump, kerflunkle. And then on the other side of this, the structures to hold relationships, especially as high achievers, if you are just so busy all the time and you're with your girlfriends all the time and you're with your business all the time and there's not even space for anyone to come in. Getting a coffee with someone is going to feel like a whole bunch of fucking work. It's going to feel like it's taking away from things. So where you would like to fit in your partner and your days and your things, start practicing for that now. I take Monday, well, Mondays are CEO days, but they end early. And then I try... I say this lightly, to end evenings kind of. And then I take Fridays off. Those are my feminine days because those are my play dates. I started that when I went through my breakup. I was like, Fridays, I need to play. And then weekends, I mean, today is a, what today is today? Today's a Saturday. I love to work on the weekends. I'm not going to lie. Um, Sundays I usually work, but I have a workshop that I'm running that I guess technically counts as work. Saturdays are also my play days normally. And like Wednesday nights are usually date nights, Friday or Saturday, usually date nights that I go and I do things the rest of the day, like get your structures in place because then it's like, oh, I have space for someone to come in. It's not going to dysregulate my business. It's not going to be this because a block that I see when it comes to love is if I let love in, cause I sometimes want to lose myself in love and it's not a bad thing. Like I want to spend time with my partner. Like I want to do things. I want to be in love, but that's going to take away from my business or it's going to take away from my work or it's going to take away from my self-development. Start building it in. Take yourself on the dates that you're going to eventually go with your Viking on. Like, start putting these structures in place so that you can grow. Alternatively, pre-housewife era, right? You're preparing to receive the love. Instead of chasing love, you're preparing to receive the love before it even comes. Pre-housewife era. You're getting ready, 
right? You're doing the healing work, the somatic work, you're uncovering your triggers and your traumas and your things so that you can actually be in your feminine and soften before they get there. Yes, you're going to have to revisit these when you get into relationship because that's how we learned traumas and triggers or majority of the way we learn them is through relationships. So when we're in relationships, they come back in. But if you're doing the work outside of relationship, prior to that, you now have tools. It's not that it doesn't come up. It's just you now have tools. So you have the structures in place of like, oh, there's my cheeky little anxious attachment. Oh, there's that feeling of me wanting to run. I'm going to go take a daily vitamin. I'm going to take a beat and take a little step away from my partner for a second so I can recalibrate. I know what to do so that I can stay in love versus choosing conflict and chaos, which is what many of us are addicted to. And so having these structures in place creates safety for you and your potential partner. But it starts before. All of these things are before it happens. Oftentimes, we are cock-blocking ourselves from having what we want because we don't have the structures in place to hold it. And so the root of all of these and why we don't have these things is because, oh, I only have three. I just had four because the root is four, but it's just whatever. The root of all of this is you don't feel safe. Therefore, you're not actually open. So you can say, hey, I want all these things. I want the man, the money. I want the health. I want the community. I want rest and naps and babies and things. Like, I'm so ready. But, But if you don't actually truly feel safe and it's more of this ego I feel like this is going to fit the role that I thought I would be at this stage of my life in because I've done this much work and this is how it is and it's all in your head and you kind of feel anxious and overly excited when you talk about it versus like an embodied just like knowing you're not safe in it yet the embodied knowing is the safety that's when you're open we get rid of timelines you just know because you're building brick by brick by brick. How could it not happen? <clears throat> and so the solutions, right? These are these are all elements of the pre-housewife era method, which if you guys want to join and learn more about this, it's either in the love club, alchemy of love, or the pre-housewife era mastermind. And so if you're new here, it's a triangle. And this is the pre-housewife era foundations where we have the living sanctuary, sacred, uh, savage CEO, and sacred slut. And so when we're going through these things, there's two different types of triangles. We have that one, and then we have men, marketing, automation. So picture like two triangles like this. If you're watching the video, I'm holding two triangles next to each other, listening to the audio. So the first thing that you have to do in order to heal this, and if you feel like, hey, why am I not getting results when I've been putting in the work? Somatically, where are you truly at? Do you truly feel safe? Truly. Because if you're chasing a dream, I wouldn't say you're fully safe in that. You're looking to escape something, right? There's a part of that damsel in distress vibe. Something's going to save me from this and I'm going to somehow win someone's love or what have you like somatically, do you really feel safe and open and deserving of these? And oftentimes, and this is where the men and monkey, men men and monkey, men in marketing comes together because from a neurological perspective, 
it all comes down to a self-worth and deserving wound. So when you start to get the body in alignment with this and the neurological reprogramming in alignment with this and you feel safe and deserving of this, naturally your standards will rise and naturally you'll start to call in higher level clients, higher level men, and you'll start to see these little like little mini up levels happening in your life as you go about this journey. And so if you haven't looked at this yet, you have to be able to look at where do you actually feel like you're a little bit in a wobble of um, feeling safe because you don't yet feel deserving? And is this blocked because of fear or disappointment? And how can you start to grow your capacity to hold more? It's just like stretching, just like going to the gym. A lot of us, you know, cock block ourselves because of this. And so look at the body, look at these things and overcome that fear of disappointment and start to cultivate this sense of safety. Like I said, jump in uh, the love club. If you like curious, you're like, what the fuck? Um, you can get 14 days free in that one or like jump straight in to the Pre-Ausway Bear Mastermind. This is the men in marketing, just like hub for you to be the most iconic season of your life in the next six months. And then the second one is the structures. And if you don't have the structures in place to hold your growth, like I was saying earlier, you're going to get in your own way. I see it, unfortunately, time and time again. A lot of us chasing the dream because that, it does, it looks sexy. I didn't. But I didn't have the safety to grow. And so when I paused for a second and I was like, what is my actual block? What am I feeling in my body? If I can tap into my subconscious, what is actually getting in my way? I was like, I actually really, I know I'm meant for greatness, but I'm really, I really love my freedom and I really want to be a mom. Like I really want to be a mom and I want to be a very present wife. I want to take care of my home. I want to make it beautiful. I want to support my man. I want to be like there. Like I don't want to be on all the time. I don't. That's my long-term vision. I want to fucking retire. I want to be here for you guys, but I also want to be with my family when that comes. And so right now has been that season of I'm building all of the structures in place so I can have the impact on and offline while also being with my kids and like making sure they're safe and being that quote unquote, that mom, like, and that wife, like, I just have had that vision. I've always wanted to be a MILF, like, I just, and like, a, being a supportive wife and all that stuff. So, what structures do I need in place so I can still be the rich housewife? And since building out those structures, it just happens, right? Now that I have the structures in place and I have reoccurring revenue. I feel safe enough to start exploring in the kitchen and learning how to cook new recipes so I can be the mom that has the recipes kids can't wait to eat and come home for and like take time off to read and like, you know, go on dates and do these things. Like there is a stage where it feels a little bit rocky because it is a lot of work. Like a lot of y'all fucking are trying to bypass the work it takes to build and movement. And it's just if you're only in this, truly, if you are only in entrepreneurship to make money, you're in the wrong lane as a woman because you are not meant to be the provider role. Like you're just not. And 
if it's just money and it's just I don't want to work, you are going to be smacked so hard in the fucking face with reality of what entrepreneurship is. It is so hard. That's why a lot of people don't do it. Your ego is going to be chewed alive. And you're going to have nights where you don't sleep. And you your fucking vulnerabilities in every dark night of the soul and everything you thought you could run away from, it is going to be looking you straight in the face. It's not meant to be easy. There is no easy button. And that might teeter you off from this because you were looking for a fairy tale, but I really wish someone would have said that to me because that would spike a fire under my ass because I know I have a mission on my heart. I know a lot of you do. I didn't go through the fucking bullshit that I went through just to sit and not talk about it like everyone in my family. I went through my bullshit so I can, my kids never have to fucking go through it. My partner doesn't have to be projected onto, and I get to walk you through this so you don't have to repeat the generational, generational trauma that you went through, that you can still have your impact and you can still have your income and you can still be a housewife and a mother. But it is not easy. But I think if you're anything like me, you don't want it to be anymore because you'd rather have impact than ease because long-term comes the ease. It is so easy now. It's, it's not, it was not easy, but it's so flowy now. Like nothing feels too much, even though my psychic just told me that I need to take on another stream of business in person. And that kind of put me off a bit, but like it. Again, you grow your capacity, but like everything just flows. Money comes in every single day. I'm not fucking worried about it. I know what to put out. I know what to say. I know who, how to talk and who to talk to in order to make money. Like you hit that stride. But that first hump, it's not easy. And you need the structures in place in order to hold the next hump because then it's just tweaking and building and growing. But that's how you create safety. That's how you, like, if you have been running the rat race and you've been going through this and you're like, why don't I have results? Because you got sold a dream. And it's not to say stop dreaming. That's not what I'm saying about any of this. Dream, believe. Something one of my mentors said is have one foot in reality and one foot in, one foot in reality, one foot in gratitude. No, one foot... I don't know what the fuck she actually said. Anyways, it was something like that. And the way that I'm viewing it is like one foot in reality, one foot in dreamland. I say that with dating. I'm like, I have one foot in reality that like, obviously I don't fucking know you and you're a stranger, but like, what if you're my fucking husband and this is it and I'm picturing our wedding and I'm doing the thing like I am. And while I was just talking to one of my girlfriends about this, like the weird ass narratives I come up with, I should definitely write movies. But when like I'm not telling you to not dream, keep that childlike joy alive. That's gonna that's what's gonna keep you going when it comes to love, when it comes to business. Like it's gonna keep you alive. Stay naive as fuck. Stay hungry as fuck. Believe in it all. But do the work. Stop waiting on fate. The reason you don't have results is because you're avoiding that because you don't want to be disappointed because disappointment is kind of addicting. And yet you don't want to be disappointed, but yet you're still disappointed because you're disappointing yourself, but you didn't go all in. So then 
go all in on something this year. Just go fucking bananas. Grow the best ass. Eat clean. Go become the cutest little love muffin that there fucking is. Build a business that you're like, ah, I knew. I knew I was going to do it. Like, just fucking do it. Because at the end of your day, you're going to be 97 years old. And you're going to think back to 2024 and you're going to be like, I, that was that year I went all in. That's how I'm looking at 2023. For the rest of my life, I will look at that year with magic in my eyes. With hunger in my soul. Like, I am so fucking proud of me. I became a woman. Like, I just, everything changed because of 2023. For my future family. For my future husband. For me. For my health. For my kids' kids, like, life will never be the same because of that year. That could be this year for you. You just have to fucking show up. You're going to be afraid. You're going to feel like an imposter. You're going to have no fucking clue what you're doing. I just took a screenshot in my phone of, like, me fucking doing seminars in a co-working space five years ago. It's like, I had, talking about gut health, I didn't know I'd be here. I don't know where I'm going to, like, can you imagine where you're going to be? Like, the fact that all these things have just happened in life and it's only been four fucking months that I've even lived in this new state. And, like, can you imagine what's going to happen in a year? Apparently, I'm going to meet my person. I don't know about the kid part. I forgot to ask when that's happening. But, y'all, go all in. Go, go, Go all in. You were never not going to be happy. Did everything fucking happen? No. Is it fucking magical? Is all tits? Yes. All tits are magical. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. I love you. If this is lighting your socks off and you are like, I feel magic in my soul and it is my pre-housewife era, even if you're married. Actually, a lot of my, literally most of my clients are married. But you're like, I am in my housewife era and I want to be the rich housewife and I just want to create impact and I want to do this and I want to figure out how to have this confidence and stand in my authority and build a movement that matters. Reinvite the love into my life and stand in my power and just invigorate the world with the passion that's on your soul. In six months, I'm showing you how to do all of this inside of the pre-housewife era mastermind. Six months. And the thing that makes this so different, because yes, we'll have trainings along the way and we'll have the things, but like my eyes are on you and your brand. That's why it's an intimate container. So I can actually look at your content. I could look at your funnels. I could read things. You're getting so much of my fucking time so that we can get you the results. And it's not going to be a done for you model, copy and paste me. No, we're going to find your unique voice to build your business your way, to create your love story your way. Eyes in your relationship, eyes on your brand, personalized approach versus uh, one question. Like, no, me, you, and the gorgeous world-class other women that are going to be in there supporting you on your pre-housewife era journey, making sure you get the results. So that's all going to be in the show notes. It is by application only because it is such an intimate container. It is by application only. Come hang out. I love you so much. Share this with someone. 
And um, sweet, cute little peas, make sure you write us a review because it means the freaking world. Okay, I love you. Bye.